When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The feeling that I have today, and it's backed up by some reports out there, new reports out there, that today is going to be a huge day in NFL coaching. Huge day. I think that we're going to have, potentially, two more openings by the end of the day. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Potentially two. We will get one. One of those two will be out. And then shortly after that, we will find out if Bill Belichick is interested in either one of those places. And if he isn't, I think he will make a decision by Thursday or Friday. That's how serious I think this is. Because these guys need to hire their staff. They got to get going. They got to get moving. You can't be messing around. And by the way, if I'm Arthur Blank, and both Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick are interested in my job, I would say Jim Harbaugh, 10 times out of 10, that's the guy I'm going with. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, and good morning, G. I don't know what it's uh, been. You shot up a cannon this morning. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't really know what you read and what you saw. But I, I know that Jeffrey Lurie and Nick Sirianni are meeting today. Yeah. And the last time Jeffrey Lurie sat down with a Super Bowl winning coach and he didn't think he was going to fire him, he ended up firing him after this meeting. And that was Doug Peterson, That's if you right. remember. Mm -hmm. And you just never know like what the owner has in the back of his mind and what he's thinking, what his vision is, and whether or not it matches up with the coach that he's had there that's taken the team to the playoffs three years straight. I mean, think about this. Think about the success that Mike McCarthy has had in Dallas, Nick Sirianni has had in Philadelphia, and then you compare that with what the Jets have gone through the last three years. <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Yeah, for I a know. I know, but diff different situations, of course, and there's really there's a lot of specifics that go in there. But you're right. If you just look at the regular seasons and you say that, you know, Rob Sala's uh, Teflon and these two guys are on the hot seat, it looks ridiculous. It really does. But Rob Sala's protected by Aaron Rodgers. He wants to play. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to play for Rob Sala and all the people that he said yes to that went out on that private jet, as we've talked about many times before. And when you're a... A team that has recently won a Super Bowl like the Philadelphia Eagles and fell apart in the way that they did with a fan base that's throwing popcorn at the coach when he's leaving the field. And then when you're Jerry Jones, when you're 110 years old and you haven't seen the, an NFC Championship game since the mid-90s. And these are two places that's not like the others. Which place is not like the others? There's a few of them in the NFL and those two, mm -hmm. Dallas and Philadelphia, certainly are. Yeah, you know. The, the the hard thing for me, and uh, I, I don't want to speak for Dallas Cowboy fans. I just look at it from a completely uh, objective or yeah objective bystander. Mm -hmm. And I, what I see is I see a quarterback who has basically been brought out and played his best year as a Dallas Cowboy. Well, I don't player. think he's going anywhere. I, I I know that, but I'm just saying. I, I, oh, the, the coach, the coach yeah. brought out right. the best in the quarterback. Yeah, and that is the most important relationship in sports: the head coach in the NFL and the quarterback. If you look at all these teams, the eight teams that are left, you look at the head coaches, you look at the quarterbacks, those relationships are are primed for success. And, and there are two uh, organizations in particular that I look at right now 
that are telling me this is the way it needs to be done. And those two organizations are Green Bay and San Francisco. They are stabilized franchises with good quality leadership at the uh, the general manager level and the football division. Uh, they are great business, uh, obviously, because of the growth of their particular teams. They have great, solid head coaches. You know, they're not going to win a Super Bowl every year. They got young quarterbacks that, you know, have figured it out now. And, you know, those coaches could have been fired three times over as well. But, you know, stability is the key. And, you know, a lot of these times, those particular uh, coaches get rated. Now, because they've been so good at what they do that they end up, you know, losing assistant coaches to either becoming head coaches themselves or becoming coordinators somewhere else. Yeah. I'll give you two in the AFC, I think, are kind of in that same track. One, unfortunate circumstances with the injury, but the Cincinnati Bengals with Zach Taylor and also the Buffalo Bills, even though they had their moments, but with Sean McDermott and where he's got them now. You know, young quarterbacks figuring it out, stability being there in the AFC postseason most of the time now. Uh, those two, I think, mirror the two that you mentioned in in the NFC. And, I mean, there's sometimes, though, it's it's a tough thing because – you know, there are, there's stability, and then there's hanging on to the wrong guy for too long. Apparently, the Atlanta Falcons are a desirable enough job for both Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh to go there and interview with Arthur Blank in the first couple of interviews that they have done. I think it was the first one that Belichick did and the second one that Jim Harbaugh did. I know that Arthur Blank is respected. They've got a wonderful stadium down there. We saw that with that Super Bowl down in Atlanta. They've got some good young players, but they don't have a quarterback. And if both Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh wanted to coach the Atlanta Falcons and I were Arthur Blank, I would go with Jim Harbaugh over Bill Belichick. And I know that Harbaugh has not been in the NFL for a number of years now. But when he was, he was a pretty damn good coach. And he probably would have stayed there if he didn't have that horrible relationship with Trent Baalke, which is something that you do have to pay attention to if you're hiring Jim Harbaugh. But you know, Belichick... I, I, I do. He's the greatest coach I've ever seen. I don't think Tom Brady is Tom Brady without Bill Belichick. I don't think Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. They needed each other. Robert Kraft needed to be the great owner. All of that needed to happen. And I don't know who was the most responsible. I think all of it had to happen at once. But the facts are the facts, man. Like he, he had some miserable seasons. No real players on the roster the last couple of years, especially offensively. And he hired two of the biggest buffoons to run his offense last year that screwed that team completely up. And I think kind of bled into this year as well. Two guys that don't even have an offensive background. So that scares me a little bit about Belichick, where I think that Jim Harbaugh is ready for this challenge, fresh off a national championship. I think he's got more energy I just, I don't know, Harbaugh would excite me more if I were an owner, especially a fan, uh, than Bill Belichick. If you were a Harbaugh, what team would you want, the L.A. Chargers or the Atlanta Falcons? I go both, team, both buildings are open. And what I mean by open, I'm talking about GMs and everything else. Yeah. Now, there are more people down there in Atlanta, like Rich McKay, that I don't know his relationship with Bill Belichick. I don't know any of that. And, you know, Rich, uh, I guess, can be prickly, as they say. <laughs> and he's very much involved in a lot of things within the NFL. Sure. So I, I, I just I don't know about that potential relationship or that of Harbaugh and Rich McKay, for that matter. So I don't know. I don't even know if Rich McKay is insulated in that building. And I don't know if Rich McKay is saying to Arthur Blank, you know, these are two guys. Here they are. I would take this one over that one. And these are the reasons for that. So. 
again, you just don't know the building that somebody like either one of these guys is walking into. Yeah, and if I were Jim Harbaugh, I probably would take the Chargers job, even though I don't love that organization because they're sharing a building and it's really not their building and they're just they don't have a fan base in LA. They should have never left San Diego. But from a football standpoint, if you win, you win. And with those wins comes better things for the organization. And they've got a quarterback in place that Jim Harbaugh could make, you know, even more elite than he already is. You never know what happens in this business. Yeah, you never scuttlebutt any- or anything? Never have any idea. You have any and one day, everything is normal. The next day, people are, you know, it's not. I mean, who the hell knows what's going to happen at 10.15 or 10.25? You or, never know. Or maybe at you know, 4 o'clock. You never know. But it's just, it's just things just. Going just 100 like miles an hour, man. Boom, you snap your fingers and bam, things have changed. And stuff happens around here, mm-hmm. usually when we get off the air. That, that is true. Yes. There's a lot of stuff that gets planned for after our show because they're afraid that we're going to talk about it like right away so they give us like a full 24 hours to digest it and get on the air and hope that we don't have as strong of a take about it then because you know they're not a like we would their fear is if there's some news out there when you say their fear like who's company let's say like let's say the company company's fear would be like if there's news out there and we it dropped when we were on the air. We'd spend the rest of the show on it because we just do stupid stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Whereas they're not as afraid that if if the news dropped during BT and Sal, they would spend three and a half hours on it. You know, right? That would be like they'd go, but hey, you see this, and right back to the bullpens of the Mets and Yankees. That's how they would do it. You know, same thing, similar with with Evan would do something like that, breaking down the Nets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it would be big. Oh. Uh, Congratulations to so and so. And by the way, Mikhail Bridges has a birthday today. <laughs> you know, it would be like that. Okay. So I think that's why they wait for us to get off the air. Yeah, I just, I feel like you've been sniffing around. I mean, I don't know that anything's going to happen at 10 15 today. I don't know that. But. You've been, I've been watching you like in between the breaks. And I, I can always tell when you're out there, you know, chumming. Hey man, I feel some, like you got the chum out there right now. I've told you many times before, I don't have to do a lot of chumming. Yeah, For some kind of, reason, the chum comes to me. You know what? You're like, you're kind of like Pat Leonard. You just <laughs> thrown it out there, trying to find the disgruntled guy. Yeah, pull it in and have him give you whatever you need. You know what I love about that story is that that people really haven't talked about because even though newspaper business, not what it was, but the fact that Paul Schwartz of the Post got that side of the story about Wink leaving and calling Brian Dayball a mother effer and whatever. Then the Daily News gets the other side of the story. And there's a little bit of a battle between the Post and the Daily well, News you know, on the, the interesting thing, okay, the papers, they exist, but in very small quantities, but the Internet does exist. And those guys do have a platform. Yeah. And that's why Pat Leonard got, you know, as much uh, a juice out of that article than any other article that had come out over the last 10 days. Uh, absolutely. 100%. Um, So, yes, little competition, beat writer competition back and forth. Got to love that.